Hi, my name is Cooper, and this is A Little English. Every episode, I read a short story. After the story, there are three tiny lessons. First of all, I'm very sorry about last week. This year is the worst pollen allergy in 10 years in Japan, and I had it really, really badly. Believe me, you did not want to hear my voice in your headphones last week. But today I'm doing a lot better, and I have a new story for you. It's about, well, do you know who Marie Kondo, Kondo Marie, is? She's a Japanese cleaning and organizing expert who's super famous in the U.S., but not at all famous in Japan. Kind of funny how that works. Anyway, I love her method, but I also recognize that there are some issues with it. So, I decided to write a story about it. I hope you enjoy. The name of this story is Sentimental Items. No, said Jean. We throw everything away. Everything that doesn't make us happy. That's what the book says. And that's what we're going to do. And when we get done with it, we'll just be surrounded by things that make us happy. And then we can be happy all the time. Her children looked at each other, sighed, and walked to their rooms. Jean called after them. Think about it. Do we really need your third grade report cards, Kevin? She put her hands on her hips and looked around. It was time to clean out the attic. She pulled box after box after box out into the hall, opened the lids and started dumping their contents onto the ground. Don't forget to throw away by category, she yelled down the steps. Start with clothes, then books, then paper. Following her own advice, she collected every single piece of clothing into a pile. Then she stood over it. Most of it was easy. Winter coats from elementary school? Send them to Goodwill. Tiny mittens, their fuzzy linings stolen long ago by mice. Garbage. Her maternity dresses, horrible garbage. A photo album. Mandy, she called. Come look at this. Amanda appeared in the doorway. Mom, I'm right 
in the middle of doing my clothes. What do you need? Look at this album. It's from Pawtucket back in the 80s. Here's me and your Aunt Dottie on the pier. We must be eight years old. Here's your Grandpa Frank cooking lobsters. Every year, he would go down to Martin's Seafood and buy a dozen of the biggest lobsters you've ever seen. Mom, the book says to save sentimental items for last. Don't get distracted by that stuff. Just put it in a pile and deal with it later. You're right. We gotta follow the system. We can look at all these later. Jean put the album aside, reached into the pile, and pulled out a pair of low-rise boot-cut jeans from her college days. Oh my God, she said. Why in the world did we think that this was a good look? By the end of the month, only sentimental items were left. The three of them stood in front of a table in the dining room, looking down. Postcards, gifts, drawings from elementary school art class, all piled on top of each other, all incredibly important for one reason or another. I don't even know where to start, said Kevin. I don't want to throw... I don't want to throw away any of it. Can't we just, like, uh, keep it all? The book says we don't think about what we are throwing away. We think about what we want to keep, said Jean. So, what's important to you to keep? Frosty replied Kevin. I want to keep Frosty's ashes in my room. Where is Frosty? said Mandy. They searched the pile, slowly at first, then faster and faster. It's a little stone box, said Kevin. It looks like something precious. We know what it looks like, said Jean. It's got to be here somewhere. Old birthday cards and finger paintings fell to the ground as Kevin searched the table. Why would you throw him away? You threw away my cat's ashes. Now, honey, I'm sure he's around here somewhere. We're just going to keep searching and we'll find him. No! We searched already, and everything else in the house is uh, cleaned, just like in your stupid book. Are you happy? Everything is organized. The cat's ashes are gone, and we're supposed to be happy. But I'm not feeling real happy right now, Mom. He stormed out of the house, slamming the door 
on his way out. Jean felt her knees go weak. She leaned on the table as Mandy grabbed a chair for her to sit in. She sat down heavily. She wasn't breathing correctly. Too short and fast. Too close to another attack. Slowly. In through the nose for four seconds. Hold for four seconds. Out through the nose for four seconds. Hold for four seconds. Box breathing. Four, 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 four. Just like the quarterback for the Patriots. When Jean opened her eyes, Mandy was in front of her, the photo album in her hands. We'll find Frosty. She was smiling a little. Tell me about these photos. Jean was waiting for Kevin when he came home after 11 p.m. She heard him open the kitchen door quietly and slowly, just a few inches at a time. He was sneaking past the dining room door when she said, Kevin? She heard him swear quietly. Did you find him? No, we didn't. I'm sorry, Kevin. Your sister and I searched every box and bag of trash and bookcase in the house, and we didn't find Frosty's ashes. Kevin swore again, and Jean didn't say anything. Instead, she handed him a slender book with a photo of a cat glued to its front. Your sister and I worked all evening on this. She went through all the photo albums in the house and looked for pictures of him. She watched him sit in a chair and open the book. He smiled. He turned the book around to show her a picture of himself, six years old, holding up his new kitten like the beginning of The Lion King. He went through all the pages, occasionally stopping at a picture of Frosty wearing a little hat for Halloween. Or elderly Frosty napping in the sun. He was a good cat, said Kevin. Yes, he was, answered Jean. And I'm sorry that I lost his ashes. I shouldn't have pushed so hard to throw everything away. I just want to live in a nice house. And the book says that if we get rid of everything that doesn't make us happy, then will be happy all the time. Don't you want to be happy all the time? 
But that was kind of emotional for me. How are you doing? Like I said, I love Marie Kondo, and I really want to live in a clean house, and I really want to be happy. Who doesn't? But, like, I think that it's really important to be careful when you are throwing stuff away. And we already know that Jean, she's not exactly a stable person. So, like a lot of things, cleaning and organizing is good. But if you go too far, or do it for the wrong reasons, you can get into trouble. I'm doing a lot of throwing away garbage now because, well, I'm moving. Yep. I'm moving to Chiba, which is basically a suburb of Tokyo. I got a new job, and I gotta go. So, it's possible that I may miss an episode or two in the next couple weeks. I'm gonna try my best not to, but... My whole studio has to be broken down and moved across the country. So, we shall see. Let's do some tiny lessons. Our big picture is kind of sad. What happened to Frosty? Well, he got old and died like pets do, and he was cremated, which means to burn a dead body, but then, sometime, somebody lost the box with his ashes, and it's not clear who, and I think that's realistic. You never know how something gets lost. You just know that it's lost. How about the dictionary disco? The first word is garbage. Garbage is trash. Stuff that you throw away. Stuff that you don't want anymore, like your maternity dresses when your kids are already in their teens and twenties. The second one is sentimental. Sentimental means related to your emotions or your memories. So sentimental items might be old love letters or photos of your dead cat. And a good old melody moment. In this story, at different points, I say gonna, gotta, kinda, and wanna. We talked about these kinds of words a while ago, but I am very happy to repeat myself since these are 
super common. These are contractions, kind of smashing words together. So going to becomes gonna, got to is gotta, kind of is kinda, and want to is wanna. Right, so all these words, the smaller word gets smashed into the bigger word and then reduced to no to of no uh these are schwas and we do it because it's easier go back to season one if you want to hear all about schwas let's do the credits Thank you for listening to Season 3, Episode 7 of A Little English. Every episode is produced entirely by me, Edward Cooper Howland, here in Hiroshima, Japan. For now, anyway. If you like the show, tell someone about it. A recommendation from a friend is the best way to get someone to listen. And I would really appreciate it. This season, all the stories are written by me. I use ChatGPT by OpenAI.com as an editor because I can't afford to hire a human. It's an amazing free piece of software and you should check it out. Again, thank you so much for listening. For now... Be kind to yourselves and to each other. <laughs>